Welcome to Change Making Women, the podcast for women who make a difference. With Siada Bade in Dar es Salaam, Tanzania, and Marianne Clements in London, in the UK. I believe this is our second season because yeah. we've gone on a break. <laughs> we decided to take a break and just give you, our listeners, a, a breathing room. <laughs> breathing room and us also right absolutely yeah yeah and i think it was a much needed break and now we are back for our second season of change making women my name is ziada and i'm podcasting all the way from dar es salaam and i'm marianne clements in london (laughs) okay so how uh, how was your holiday because pretty much we are the one with the summer holidays i'm the one with this that we have a summer holiday i have summer holiday all year round (laughs) (laughs) that's true no uh so 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 good so so it's been there's been a heat wave and i know that's funny to have a heat wave in london but it's true um and uh so so some of the time a lot of the time was spent either like outdoors or trying to hide from the sun mm-hmm. and uh the, yeah the, one of the reasons for the break is that my my son is now old enough to be at nursery and the, and the nursery that he's at has no no um summer holiday i mean sorry no mm. no it, it doesn't run in the school summer holidays so that means like my my time is affected quite a lot now by mm. summer holidays here which lasts for six weeks or something like ages yeah. And in fact, lots of people are still in them. They, they kind of end in a week or two. So, so we've been doing things, going around together, and it's been really fun. We've been to the mm. beach a lot. And, um, okay. but, um, but yeah, it's, it, I've, I've, it's, this is the first year that I've realised how hard the summer holidays are for parents. They just mm. hear they just go on forever. <laughs> it's like six weeks is really long for a child. How about you? What have you been up to? Um, work, pretty much. It's really boring. <laughs> Nothing else. I've just been, uh, you know, I, I dived into work, and uh, that's about it. The consultation work um, that I'm doing, uh, fortunately, oh, uh, it's it's really made me travel a lot. So I've been in and out of the, and it's not that I'm going too far. It's it's the island, so it's like I've been in and out of the island quite a lot. So that has been. I guess it occupied my time. And when I say the island, that is the, you know, the Pemba and the Nguja, which together they make Zanzibar. So, yeah. Yeah. So let's get into the healing solidarity. First of all, I'm trying to understand as much as our listeners are trying to understand the healing solidarity. Is this a different project from Bijaja? Okay. So I've got a bit of an update for you. Yes. So, um, over the last few months, I have basically started to rebrand the business. So um, it's actually I'm actually not using the Dijazo name anymore. There are a mm-hmm. few reasons for that. The main one was that people kept asking me what it means. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it felt like that was like an obstacle to them understanding what we were trying to do and trying to offer because there were just so so many times when people were like well what does it mean and so it came as I think you know from from the Swahili to to fill yourself up right 
Jaza. Jaza is to, to fill and then Jaza it's like to fill yourself up. But I had imagined that like people wouldn't worry about what it meant. They would just get to know the name, you know, <laughs> a bit like Apple, like Apple is like, you know, computers, but Apple has nothing to do with it really, apart from the logo. Right. But, um, but they, but, but people just kept on asking me, what does it mean? What does it mean? And it felt like that was like an obstacle to people really kind of understanding the work that, I wanted to do and, and the people I was working with wanted to do. So I took a decision a couple of months ago to let go of that name. And what we've done is that I now have um, uh, given the community that we are running a new name, which is called the Replenishment Room. So um, in some ways for me, that's like a similar name because it's about replenishment, it's about filling yourself up. But obviously it might be clearer for people as long as they understand English. Um, and I, we've had quite a good reception to that name. And then um, I also now have um, some of the consultancy work that I do and stuff on, on, a, on a website that's maryanneclements.com. So the community is called the replenishment room and then the other things that we are offering um, are now under my name. It's a bit confusing maybe, but there we go. Yeah. Then, <laughs> so Healing Solidarity is now an online event that I'm running. Um, and it's, 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 so it's not a new organization or anything. So it's just an event um, and it's an online conference. So, so Healing Solidarity is not a new organization it's simply an online event that i'm running um and it is so let me try to explain what it's about so um it's about um international development which is the sort of industry sector i should say that i've worked in for the past 20 years or so um and it's about um some of the specific um, challenges and questions that are arising in that sector. And what it is, is it's an online conference. So it's a series of conversations that I've had with, I think they're going to end up being 18 different speakers about different issues and questions and ideas and things they're doing. And then there's also going to be an online interaction during the actual conference which is going to be the 17th to the 21st of September um, there's also going to be some live events in a Facebook group and conversation in there around the talks themselves so it's so it's as, as much as possible it's like an online event which um, try, giving the flavor of a conference but obviously people can join from anywhere and it's online and they can do it in the time that it's available to them during that week um, and the way this links in with the work we're doing in the replenishment room and that I'm doing personally, maryanneclements.com, is that part of what, what's, uh, what the conference is about is about how do we care for our well-being as practitioners in international development. And when I say well-being, you know, does it was always about, um, about people's well-being as they, as they try to do work to make a difference in the world. And so it's asking those questions and also broadening them out. And it's not just about our own well-being, but it's kind of about the well-being of, 
our organisations and the sector as a whole. And so in that, I include not just how do we care for ourselves and kind of self-care and personal care, but also like how do we care for each other? And how do we make sure that our organisations are fit for purpose and that they're, they're um, working in a way that meets their values? Because quite a lot of the um, questions that are raised by speakers in the different talks in the conference are around like the ways in which the development sector, um, while it, it's mostly staffed by people that are really passionate make, about making a difference in the world, often slips into um patterns that are unhelpful uh and that replicate kind of racist or colonial structures that um replicate the idea that you know there's some people in the global north often white people often men who can like save the lives of poor poor women and children in 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 the global south so in you know in countries in africa and asia and wherever south america and so it's looking at how we present development as well and like how do we like how do we look how do, how do we do that in a way where um we're not replicating the idea that somehow there's there's these you know there's some white men that can solve everyone's problems but actually that there are you know that the structures of inequality mean that maybe there is support that's needed but that actually people people know that the problems and the questions that they have and they they can develop their own solutions to them right uh, it's a long I've just given you a really long answer <laughs> but the event is about broadening out really the concept of well-being and looking at the whole piece so like how do people working in the sector look after themselves but also look after each other and make sure that their organizations are you know well basically and that means that means that their organisations are addressing structural inequality as well as that they have time and space for people to look after themselves and they're not completely burnt out all the time. Mm. <laughs> Make <Okay. any> sense? <laughs> yes, it does. And do you do this? Is it an annual? Is it quarterly? Is it bi-weekly? No. So, okay. So, so this is the first time I've done this and it's just going to be a one-off um, 17th to the 21st of September, a week-long conference. So all the speakers' conversations will be released and aired that week. Um, and the conversations in the Facebook group, I, they've started a little bit now, but they'll mainly also be happening in that week. So it's like a, a short, sharp burst of information conversations. And people, there will also be workbooks each day, so people can take the questions that arise in the talks away with them or work on them themselves or in their organisations. So it's like a whole, it's like a conference experience, but delivered online. And what I've been saying is that, like, it's an event that I would like to, to host in person, you know, that, or, or get involved in making happen in person, which is about... Um, which is about asking these difficult questions and helping people to figure out solutions and, and different ways of working that address them. And some of the speakers talk about different ways of doing things that hopefully will be inspiring to people listening. Um, so I would like to run it again, you know, say like next year or something, and I would love to run it in person, but at the moment I don't have the resources available to enable me to do that. Um, so what I think about it is like, it's, it's not a new, it's not a new organization and a different project, but it's, it's very much supported by the other work that I do and by the, you know, the replenishment room is, is, is about well-being for people, people working in social change and change making. So, 
so it's very much linked to that but it's a specific you know event as it were you know a bit like you do pilly pilly events this is an event you know um so it's an event that my that my business is running rather than a rather than a separate thing but there is a separate website for it as you've seen which is healingsolidarity.org and and on that website is just the details about the conference so that people can kind of get their heads around what the conference is about and sign up to participate and it's free to participate during the week of the 17th to 21st of September Mm. and then I'm inviting people to make contributions um, and those people that are able to contribute um, they will get access to recordings of the session so that they can listen to them later and there's some follow-up conversations we'll be doing as well that they can access and there's also provision for anyone who who wants to participate in that ongoing work who, who isn't able to contribute to ask to do that in a different way as well so so yeah so so it's yeah yeah okay I think said enough. <laughs> <laughs> okay and ever since i mean the the change of name um from didiaze to a trans, you know transitioning to um to healing solidarity um aside from people now actually trying to understand what is it that you are actually doing um how is the reception okay so so <laughs> So, uh, so, that, so, so I wouldn't say that the names transition from Tujazo to Healing Solidarity. I'd say the name transitions from Tujazo to the Replenishment Room. So that's the online community which we're running at Tujazo. Oh, okay. Called the Replenishment mm-hmm. Room. Yeah. Okay. Um, so Healing Solidarity is the event that we're running. Um, so reception to the event has been really good, and actually to the new name, the Replenishment Room, as well. So. It's going well. It's because it's been the summer, and I've been away quite a lot. Some of these changes have been happening slowly, so um, so I'm still we're very, we're only just implementing the changes on the website and stuff. So this is all like slightly a work in progress. And you know, when you're running a small business, it takes time to do things like change your brand because <laughs> you don't have like a massive team of people to kind of like back you up and make sure that everything is ready and you just have to kind of do it and then realize, oh, I haven't changed this and I haven't changed that and I haven't changed all my profiles on social media. And so it's like a work in progress, making sure that all the boxes are ticked and everything's done. But what I do feel like, it feels like um, a good evolution. Um, so what we were what we were doing from the start with Tujaze was looking at how can we support and initially we, we we spoke specifically about women but how can we support people who are trying to create change in the world to look after themselves and not be burnt out and exhausted all the time and we talked about that before of course on the show not in previous episodes yeah but that's still what my work is about although as I've been um doing it I've realized you know there are there are some broader things going on around the specific things that make people particularly stressed are often also to do with them feeling out of integrity in the work they're doing or them feeling like there isn't a culture in their organization where people care about each other so it isn't just those personal pauses and breaks and time out although those are important for lots of people but it's also like how do you have organizations where caring for each other um is something that's prioritized and i think this is a particularly important when you're working in social change and in in things like international development because actually 
the whole mission of, when the whole mission of an organization is about caring for other people if you're not able to care for each other in the way that you work and I don't mean just sitting all the time just kind of going are you okay I don't mean that but I mean structures where people feel able to share how they're doing to say if they're in having difficulty to take time out to reflect together to you know have breaks in their day simple things you know like having a chat and not having to work, you know, constantly work late and work um, overtime and all that kind of thing. Um, if, if people don't have that, then it, we, you can get into a situation where people are kind of burnt out and exhausted and, and, and find it hard to stay um, resilient enough to keep doing the, doing the work they're doing. And they're also, you know, it also often there becomes like an imbalance between like, you're trying to do work that's about changing the lives of other people, but you're not actually caring for yourself. And I actually don't believe that, you know, changing some of the big problems in the world will happen because we kind of sacrifice ourselves to, you know, to change other people's lives. But actually I think we need to be in some integrity around like how we look after ourselves and are able to, um work in a way that's that's sustainable you know i would really like to be part of that conversation you know and it looks quite exciting um the speakers as well um how did you choose the speakers yeah good question so some of the speakers are people i knew of or knew a bit and I knew they had something interesting to say. And the, and the questions that I posed to the speakers at the beginning were like, um, we know that there are some challenges in international development. How do we heal them? And how do we do that in a way that doesn't um, make us all exhausted and burnt out? So that, so that um, we're, um, we're, we're changing something about how we work um and and some of these things are really specific things like the way in which decisions about funding are made so many decisions about funding are made by people sitting in offices far away from the actual the actual issues that they're that they're making making grants for right so like how do we change that how do we make sure that people who are who, who are in need of resources are able to impact decisions that are made so that Decisions aren't being made by people who don't really understand the issues on the ground, right? Um, but how do we make how do we how how do we make those changes and do it in a way that um, doesn't mean that anyone gets completely run out off their feet and exhausted, right? And 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 so there's there's kind of a few different pieces going on in the conference. So some of the people um, are people who've got specific knowledge and expertise around funding, others maybe around partnership, others who speak about the issues of racism and kind of what feel like colonial practices where, you know, decisions are being made in, in you know, predominantly white, predominantly Western, for want of a better word, countries about, you know, what, what's supposedly being done to people or, or done with people in in um you know in countries that are you know quite unquote developing and it's like how do you move the decision making how do you make sure that the decision making happens where people actually understand the realities on the ground and all these are things that people in development have been talking about for years and years but often don't get kind of actualized in the way people do things so like 
we might say we know it's important for people to impact on the you know have input on decisions about resources that are allocated towards the, the you know the problems that they're facing and yet we find it difficult to do that we're not quite sure what the mechanism is so it ends up with you know the pro the, the decisions are still actually mostly being made by people in other countries who you know and people with more power basically so there are issues about power and resources and um, so i identified people then beyond the people that i that i knew that, that, that some of the speakers in the conference through my networks through some of the other speakers recommending people and through people actually who i'd read things or seen things they'd they'd said or or written that felt like they were speaking to speaking to the kind of issues that I wanted to discuss in the conference. And I feel like the conference is a bit of a kind of alternative to a lot of the conferences in the development sector, you know, which are valuable and important in themselves, but, but don't touch on these kinds of issues because, you know, um, some of these issues are quite challenging, right? <laughs> um, and, but I wanted to create a space where these conversations could happen. And I guess um, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes in September. Um, but it feels like it's it's um, it's speaking to questions that people have and don't always quite know what to do with, you know. Um, and some of the speakers in the conference have specific suggestions about things we could do differently, and others want to raise questions for people to discuss and think about. And I think all of that's important and um, part of caring for ourselves and 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 building cultures where we can care for each other is actually not being afraid of questions not being afraid of things that are a bit challenging and the whole idea of international development you know has kind of a colonial history right it's like how did you how do you make people's lives better and it's like how do we shift that because the world has changed a lot since since the idea of international development kind of arose in the kind of 40s and 50s um the world's very significantly different and the ways that we interact with each other are so different like we wouldn't have been doing this post podcast in the 1950s right um so the conversations we can have and the things that we can do are very different and the needs that people have are shifting and changing as well so how do we make the idea of supporting people who are who are in other parts of the world who have challenging problems how do we how do we do that in a way that is um not reproducing like power imbalances basically um those are the questions that i'm interested in do you intend uh to have this conference as a physical conference so um, i would love to have it as a yeah i would love to have it as a physical conference and um and i think that you know that would depend on some support and resources mm. for it, um, okay. i think or, or at least uh, um I, don't, I didn't feel like I had the resources in place to make that happen now. But I think if the conference goes well, it's something that could happen, you know, next year or in a few, you know, the year after or whatever in the future. Um, and I, I think I would like it to. So, so let's put that out there. <laughs> if anyone's yeah, listening, let, has ideas about that. Yeah, and then let the universe do it so it's work. <laughs> Um, so for someone who is, you know, for a listener who is listening to this and is very interested in joining, how do they uh, get to join the conference online? Yes, it's really simple. You go to healingsolidarity.org and 
on the la the first page there that you land on you can simply um click on click on one of the buttons that says get my ticket get my free ticket and that will and then you have to enter your email address and that will add you to a list that gets reminders about the conference and then during the conference and the email every day which gives you access to the talks for that day and a workbook um, that goes along with those talks and it will also invite you to join the Facebook group where the, there will be live conversations during the week as well so it's really that simple um, so yeah healingsolidarity.org you can go there um, and it's it's there now and, and anybody can sign up um, who's interested in any way in, in the issues that I've been meant, discussing and also in international development in general. Yeah. Okay, so, and if, if they have any other questions, um, they need to get any other information, they can also get this on your website, The Healing Solidarity, or they can also, I guess, contact you directly. They can contact me directly. I'm also... Mm on all my social media platforms talking about it now. Um, so uh, I am still Marion Hina on Twitter and on Instagram. Um, I'm Marianne Clements on Facebook. Um, and you can contact me through any of those platforms and LinkedIn as well. Um, and I am talking about the conference on all, in all those places. So if you look for me, you should find me talking about this. There are, um, previews of all the talks that people can watch that I've started sharing this week um, and so people can see those and um, find out more yeah what should their expectations be I mean should they come with any expectations right we say come with an open mind and heart um, to explore what it looks like to do things differently basically um, uh, and to do things um, in ways that don't replicate these power imbalances that I've been speaking to, but also don't um, exhaust us and burn us out all the time. So it's about shifting our idea, really. To me, it's about shifting our idea of what, what it means to be doing the work that we call international development and how we can show up for that in ways that um, support ourselves and support each other. So it's exciting to me and uh, yeah, this is the first time I've spoken about it live and I'm realizing, oh, <laughs> I am, um, yeah, I'm excited and then maybe I'm excited. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm excited, excited for you and I'm going to get my ticket as soon as we're, we're done with this podcast, go get my free ticket because I, uh, I really need to be part of that because it sounds really exciting and from everything I've read from there, you know, the website is just quite amazing and the speakers are really, really amazing. And, you know, you can actually get more, get more information. Again, go to Healing Solidarity. That's uh, the website. It's, I believe it's www.healingsolidarity.com. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. .org. .org. It's .org. It's .org. Okay, yeah. so it's www.healingsolidarity.org. And get all your information, including getting your free ticket to this online conference. Exciting stuff. Thank you so much, Marianne. And our theme tune over and over was written and performed by Eleanor Brown, who you can find at eleanorbrownmusic.com. <laughs>